Welcome back to the Game Masters Academy for another episode of Combat Corner. My name is Greg, and thank you so much for joining. If you're listening to this from your favorite podcast uh, listening app, I would appreciate a follow, like, review, anything that you're willing to do. And uh, if you're finding this on YouTube, subscribe and like. Combat Corner is a segment of the Game Masters Academy where we build a combat encounter for specific leveled uh, parties and uh, provide additional tactics as well as scaling options that are available to you. So without further ado, let's get into episode three, the Nilbog. Our monster team will consist of a Hobgoblin Devastator, a Hobgoblin Captain, a Nilbog, and four regular goblins. Per the rules, as what Wizards says, the CR for this combat is 9. Uh, this would be a relatively easy combat for ninth level characters. I think this would probably fall best into the lines of 5th, maybe 6th level um, for this combat. Uh, the Devastator is the highest ranked of them, and as a spellcaster, he will end up being, or she, depending on how you run it, will be rather uh, squishy. But before we get into tactics, let's actually first take a look at the Nilbog in general, because it actually is quite unique, and um, I actually really enjoy this particular character and the lore that's behind it. So it's got a little extra bit here when we look at it. Uh, this is uh, a creature out of uh, Morden Kanan's uh, Presents Monsters of the Multiverse. But uh, some description here is when Maglubiet, I think that's how you say its name, conquered the goblin gods, a trickster deity was determined to get the last laugh. And although Maglubiet shattered its essence, the trickster god survives in a splintered form as possessing spirits that cause disorder unless they are appeased. So basically the idea here is that the Nilbog is actually a spirit that is able to possess goblins. Uh, it is the actual word goblin spelled backwards. And uh, it is one of those things that among fey courts, the... Uh, they always include a goblin jester in an effort to make sure that Nilbogs do not come and possess goblins. So it has some kind of unique abilities here. Uh, the first to highlight is Nilbogism. Any creature that attempts to uh, damage the Nilbog must first succeed on a DC 12 charisma saving throw or be charmed until the end of the creature's turn. A creature charmed in this way must use its action praising the Nilbog. So I think that's just absolutely incredible. You go to attack the thing and instead you end up, um, you know, rolling into prose or some monologue explaining how the Nilbog is the best thing you've ever seen. Uh, the Nilbog cannot gain hit points um, through magical healing and only through its reversal of fortune. Uh, it has a couple spells, mocking word, can do the nimble escape like typical goblins. Uh, but its reaction is reversal of fortune. In response to another creature dealing damage to the Nilbog, the Nilbog reduces the damage to zero and regains 1d6 hit points. So 
I just find the idea of this court jester that if you attempt to attack, you have to praise, and that when you do actually finally get to attack it, it heals it instead of damaging it. Uh, a really interesting uh, creature. Um, its overall stats are really small, uh, really low, I should say. Armor class 13, hit points 7. Uh, it is not uh, by any means something that's going to challenge the party by itself. Uh, but uh, it would be an interesting addition to any sort of combat that you could put it into. Uh, with a Devastator and a Hobgoblin Captain as your court members, maybe they are a king and a queen that your you know, group has been sent to assassinate due to crimes that they have committed. Um, but uh, I would try to put this Nilbog off to the side. Um, away from our main two enemies. So that way they don't really take a lot of the focus. Um, they're basically just the jester. But at the same time, from you know across the room, it does have Mocking Word, which looks like a fairly comparable vicious mockery analog. So combat uh, proceeds relatively how you would expect. The Hobgoblin Captain engages with the party. Uh, the Devastator can cast Fireball. Hopefully you can cast that before the rest of the party gets around them. Uh, one of the nice things about the Devastator is they have the Sculpt Spell uh, benefit. Uh, it's not called the same thing, but that's basically what it does. So what it is, it's called Army Arcana. And uh, when the Hobgoblin Devastator uh, casts a spell that causes damage or that forces other creatures to make a saving throw, it can choose itself and any number of allies to be immune to the damage caused by the spell and to succeed on the required saving throw. So you have a lot of ability there to send the captain in and then just fireball everybody knowing that your captain is going to survive and you don't have to worry about that. So that's a pretty cool uh, ability to uh, make this combat unique. So the way I envision this story-wise is that the Hobgoblin King and Queen are um, currently trying to invade on the neighboring city or on the city that your party starts off in. And you potentially are going uh, to them, uh, I should say the party is going to them, to either request that they stop or to force them to stop through uh, superior might. And in typical uh, goblin fashion, our Nilbog off to the side is probably trying to sow chaos into this diplomatic uh, situation and potentially either make it look like the king and queen are causing the fight, um, are just crying of you know raising tensions, things along those lines. Considering hobgoblins value martial prowess as much as they do, maybe your court here is challenging the party to see if they're strong enough to be willing to you know, negotiate with them. And so maybe this combat is a non-lethal combat where the king and queen are actually uh, throwing down this challenge is almost like a rite of passage. You know, we'll listen to you and potentially do what it is that you're asking us to do, but only if you can defeat us in combat. And the Nilbog is off in the background trying to make things, you know, worse than they actually are. 
Another ability to highlight is the Hobgoblin Captain has Martial Advantage, which is basically the equivalence of a 5th level sneak attack, but all it needs is pack tactics to activate. You basically just need to have an ally within 5 feet of your enemy. So considering you can sculpt your Fireball spell or any other AoE from your Devastator, uh, you have both your Captain and your Devastator, uh, engage at, into melee combat with the uh, party. And then the Nilbog is just kind of off in the background, you know, casting casting Tasha's hideous laughter. He's probably, you know, casting it on the king and queen just as much as he is on the party. And forcing the group to have to uh, assess exactly what's going on there. And, you know, maybe somebody goes over and tries to attack him, in which case they have to instead praise them. And, you know, I don't know how much RP that you put down at your table or, you know, how much role-playing is going on on a consistent basis, but I would force the characters that fail the uh, wisdom save get charmed and... Actually, I think it's a charisma save. Anyways, uh, get charmed by the Nilbog and have to praise it to actually have to go through and praise it in character. Just as a, a funny moment um, that you know everybody can kind of laugh about together. It does say on the Nilbog that if it dies, that the spirit leaves the body of the goblin that it was possessing and then is able to possess a different goblin. Now, if you wanted to put additional goblins in there somewhere, uh, you could. Maybe they're just commoners, and they're not actually uh, attacking. But within this court, they are some servants or things along those lines. I doubt that there'd be high-ranking goblins in a hobgoblin court. But you can fit it to make uh, your story better, however it works for you. But the idea, then, that that Nilbog then just kind of appears somewhere else, uh, I think, is hilarious. And uh, potentially uh, gives a lot of uh, lore as well as uh, some different different areas to this combat as opposed to just, you know, go here, hit this thing until it stops moving and then come back type of an encounter. So the idea there is use the Nilbog, create chaos, uh, enjoy the fact that you're going to make your characters have to go into prose to praise it. Uh, that when they hit it, he can actually heal it instead. You just there's a there's so many just unique and fun things about this character that I rarely ever see be used. So have a hobgoblin court with goblin um, uh, commoners. Maybe there's some hobgoblin nobility there. A nilbog jester, and uh, let's bring some chaos into your table. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate everybody that made it this far into the uh, episode. Uh, depending on where you are, like, subscribe, join, whatever it is that you can do uh, is obviously beneficial and I appreciate it greatly. And as always, let's let the dice decide.